unrelated, I recently had saw this tweet that was like, because all of the like service voices on like devices are female voices, they're teaching a whole generation of women of people that women should be in service roles, and I haven't stopped thinking about it since. Right? Oh my god. I changed my GPS. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Literally, I changed my GPS once to a British man. So hopefully, I'm just teaching. Serve me. As you should. Hello and welcome back to the Gay Ergos podcast. My name is Lizzie Houston, one of your co-hosts. We have been gone for quite a bit, and I am a recent victim of bike theft here in Somerville, Massachusetts. Kira, take it away. If you see Lizzie's bike, please contact or DM the Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) You can always DM me. (laughs) And I am the other co-host, Kira O'Sullivan, and I got my first regrettable tattoo recently. Mm. This Uh, is her seventh one, folks. It is. Seventh tattoo, first regrettable. I know. I do think I kind of deserve it, right? Like, all my other tattoos are wonderful, and I adore them all. I was just getting a little too greedy and it was, I needed to be checked. So it was, yeah, you had like, you had like too many good ones and you were like, I really just need to ruin myself right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can you tell, uh, can you tell our beautiful, fabulous audience what you got? Are you willing well, to share? Sure. Yeah. So I don't actually regret like the tattoo I got, right? Like okay, it was okay. this, it was going to be a rubber duck and I wanted it to be little and I wanted it to be on the back of my ankle, but the, guy I went to and I will not be returning to like probably a male artist again put it like wouldn't put it where I wanted it and I understand it wouldn't fit or hit that curve of the ankle right whatever anyway he so he wouldn't put the tattoo where I wanted it and I was just so flabbergasted and he was getting really short and I was just like whatever put it on and I left and immediately wanted to get it removed but in a funny way it's it's literally grown on me so like i guess i'll keep it but it's kind of dumb really and cute. that's okay I saw it last week. yeah it's it's okay it'll do yeah it'll do pig that'll do oh. what is that from that'll do pig that'll do charlotte's web oh that's right yeah. yeah the only movie that tried to make me like spiders it did not work I hate spiders. I will scream. I will cry. I will not yep. be touched by a spider. I will. I had Alex remove several spiders when we were together out um, in Montauk. They were so Alex, large your us. partner, for those yes. of you that don't know. Yes. Lizzie is cuffed. Yeah, sorry, everyone who was not wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there are some hearts broken in the world. Uh, I can only hope. That's that's <laughs> my dream, just to break a couple hearts. Aww. We are happy Thanks. that you're happy. Yeah, she's the best. She is a big supporter. She comes to all my races. She's also mm. out in my living room right now and can definitely hear me. So, oh, <laughs> she knows the unfortunate, well, the unfortunate thing about you now dating an Alex is that I too am with an Alex. So it's only yeah. going to get more complicated for the audio listeners in the world. This is true. This is true. And if you can't keep up, sorry about it. <laughs> stop trying stop trying don't be trying if you try and you lie yeah. well how oh, Lizzie how was your summer give us the quick recap quick recap uh okay 
in May, we finished ACC's, which was super fun. Um, that was a great experience to have my first like big championship. I came from a small league, so that was really fun. I'm trying to go by month. I guess pretty quickly I moved out of my apartment. I moved back to my parents and like two days turnaround. I um, had a fabulous week at Craftsbury, which was awesome. My first time. So shout out to Craftsbury. Love that place. Um, then I got to go to Royal Henley, which was the best experience of my life. Because if you know me, you know, I love to dress up and put on crazy accents and just like go on work trips that are work play. Um, and that's great. You know, I'd be handing out my business cards, making all my connections. And then I get to go hang out in the pub and see all these awesome people I haven't seen in so long. What else? A couple regattas, obviously, here and there. Got to celebrate some birthdays. Uh, Kira and I got together for some barbecues at our buddy Chloe's. Uh, both of us are Virgos, so we got to celebrate our birthdays. My ideal birthday, I made it happen. I sat on Chloe's couch. And we ate cake and watched Vine compilations. Prior to that, I missed a part, went to Canadian Henley, had an absolute blast, saw some really great racing there. And uh, then I moved back into my newest apartment, which I'm now in Somerville, Massachusetts. Kira, you also had quite an eventful summer. You did some really cool things. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I was, I was also, we were both running around. Like we were, we were busy bees this summer. I, um... I did a whole bunch of coaching, which was awesome. I get to coach juniors during the summer and it's it's such a joy and kind of a reminder of the love of the sport and how incredibly fun it can be when you're younger. And it and just like getting honestly getting to spread the division three ethos among the juniors as you know, when I was a junior athlete, I didn't know a lot about D3. I didn't know about it at all. And I kind of wish I had, but getting to show people who love this sport that there is a path for them in this world, regardless of where it is. You know, a lot of juniors can get a little disheartened about the recruiting process. So it was great to be able to say, Hey, there is a team for you somewhere out there in the world. So that was super fun and did a lot of coaching at, did a week in Boston, met a bunch of really cool people also coached at Craftsbury. It is a happy place for us. If you do not know about it, you should totally Google it look that place up. It's amazing. The wait list is heckin' long to get up there for sculling camp, but it is, it's a coach's kind of like adult playground for a while, which is awesome. Learned a whole about about sculling and now we're settling back into grad school year two. Woo. Heck Gotta yeah. Get that degree. They're smart folks. Smart. <sighs> God, God help us. Um, I know, true. We're, yeah. we're like next on the list of continuing to teach the youth of America. So oh, Lord. Us. That's all. Just us. Just <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, her. her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you hear that Megan the Stallion song where she's like, I'm she, 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 her, 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 her. I'm like, all right, Megan, giving us the pronouns. Girl, let's go. Snaps for you, baby. It's like so it's actually so funny. Me. Well, it's so funny you're pointing that song out because it actually has like very deep ties to the queer community because it's that. like it's ballroom style like uh voguing music. Amazing. Um How do you, why do you know this? Because I watch so much RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. 
Okay. See, I I wish I could get into RuPaul's Drag Race, and I did see Trixie and Katya last week. I can't believe um, you saw them, and I did it. Oh. I'm but not gonna lie. I love them. I was a little bit disappointed. <gasps> it was really scripted, like very scripted, oh. and it's not like it's not like. Oh. Which is their show I mean. for anyone that doesn't know. <laughs> Sorry, that's not just a noise. This is a YouTube show. It is. It is literally called. Oh, it's important um, for the culture. You should go watch it. It makes it you more is. gay. Yeah, if you aren't into RuPaul's Drag Race, that's fine. You will still probably enjoy at least ninety percent of their little internet show. But I, I just to go back to your summer and and spreading the good news of Division Three. Obviously, I rode Division Three in college. It's tough out there to kind of get people excited about it sometimes because division three unlike division one and division two does not offer any form of athletic scholarships mm-hmm. so i'm curious actually to hear what your recruiting strategy is for maybe those kids who are looking for that competitive experience because i think there are there i don't think i know that there are phenomenal division three programs that are competitive with certain d1 programs but how do you kind of market that because if you think about it recruiting is marketing and you all know that i love marketing and i'm curious yeah i have never thought of recruiting as marketing so now my brain is stuck on that but we'll get back to that in terms of you know i think the breakdown in divisions predominantly there's just kind of this misunderstanding that it's a hierarchy right everyone's like d1 or bust and that's just simply not true. Like you mentioned, there's a lot of co- competition at the Division Three level, especially in New England and the New York area. So I think one of the ways I kind of, I love talking about it is this idea of no, you're you're not deciding hierarchically like where you are the most valued. It's more so how much you want sport to drive your experience. You know, Division One is saying. I want sport to be the ultimate driver of my athletic experience. Division two, there's a little more balance. And then division three is, this is part of my experience and it bolsters it, but it is not the only driver of it. So that's, that's my main way of talking about it. And I think obviously the financial piece is a huge part about it. I was not going to college if I didn't get a scholarship. So that was the main reason why I went the path I did, but I think, you know, we have found so many outside scholarships in ways that athletes can get supported without the athletic vein of financial support. It's a huge bummer. I wish we could have that financial support option, especially with how expensive colleges are. Luckily, a lot of Division three universities and colleges, I would say, are actually very supportive if you need financial aid. But that can be such a tricky situation, right? Like some people need it but don't qualify for it because that is a really just ugly system but I think a lot of the athletes I was working with this summer it wasn't so much the question of finances it was more of the question of competition and as soon as I started talking to them about you know like division three is one of the most competitive spaces because it's constantly cycling and it's constantly rotating and teams are flowing in different ways than division one and division one you see a lot of the same couple of teams in the top five at ncaa's and division three it's a lot of the same teams but it's very very fluctuates upon who is on top and who is pushing who uh so it's this cool opportunity to get to 
use athletics and use rowing to make your experience something that you will always look back on and feel amazing at about, which is not always the truth in division one, where it is very much. So this is your entire experience. And that, that might not always be true at all the places. These are really like general themes and overarching things when talking about, obviously different teams have different cultures and different approaches by the coaches. Ooh. Um, but I would say that's from my experience, it was very much, and I, that's what I had wanted. You know, I'd gone into college saying I'm going to college to row. Like I want my degree in rowing. Essentially. I did not get that, but, and I loved my academic experience, but I had gone into it wanting that. And I just love getting to talk to junior athletes about other opportunities as well. You can study abroad in division three. That was not something I could ever do division one. And it's not something I missed, but it was something my teammates missed. You know, some people, I wish they had that opportunity because they got to see their friends do it or anything. Like there's just some things that you have to sacrifice for it, which is true for sport all over, but it's deciding where you want to sacrifice. I think that's one of the best. That's one of the best ways to put it. I think some issues you probably run into in division one is like people get on these scholarships and by like their fourth year, they're like, I don't really want to do this anymore. But they're like, my education is like, almost free if not 100% free so it's you run into those issues but then you know with with D3 you don't have that you don't always have that financial support that's tied to your athletics so you are there because you are passionate about the sport and you love the team that you're on and I think like that's what makes it a really special environment and like I love that that's kind of where I came from excuse me dog (laughs) No, but I think all of that is like, it rings totally true to both sides of it because it's, you have a unique experience too, where you got to experience one as an athlete and the other now as a coach. So very two different, different experiences, but getting to see that perspective and like how special, I mean, rowing in general, obviously special, but like Mm -hmm. D3, it's, it's like, there's a lot of D3 coaches. I feel like that you see now too, like a lot especially I guess in New England that's where I'm the most familiar but it's like it's really cool to continue to see people from that like be really excited and continue to like grow the sport and um yeah I love being a part of D3 D3 Nation baby love it well beyond our constant adoration of Division 3 which will continue forever throughout this podcast what are we what are you most excited about Lizzie for this season if you will for this season oh yeah folks we're doing seasons now if you didn't know um neither did we (laughs) i'm really excited to continue building this platform not platform what's the right word community yeah community i'm really excited about continuing to build this community because i think more than we both expected it's become oddly bigger than, I mean I could also be exaggerating and tooting our horn or whatever but I mean it's been really fun getting to work with U.S. Rowing and getting to partner with other Instagram pages that are doing some really cool things to support athletes mental health support athletes and coaches honestly because this is definitely something that I actually really want to tackle in the podcast or any point on the gay ergos page something whatever we don't talk about coaches mental health enough 
I mean, for me, it is really difficult to sometimes have these really hard conversations with kids when they come up to you and they're like, hey, I want to know what I'm doing wrong. Like, why aren't I getting voted better? Or, you know, things like that. And it's it's really tough to have those conversations of some of, of having to be realistic and while still being kind, you know, and it takes a lot of mental strength to be able to do that. And I think we don't talk enough about coaches' mental health, if that makes sense. Coaches are people too. Coaches are people too. And I try and be as real as possible with with my kids and always try to be as kind and positive. But sometimes we just have to have hard conversations that I mean, it happens to us. I mean, both of us, it's like sometimes working your hardest still doesn't get us where we need to be. And that's okay. That's just life. Um, but it sucks sometimes. And you still want to mm-hmm. show them support and you still want support as well. What are you most excited about for this season? Oh man. I think I'm just so excited to see, you know, where this can keep going. You mentioned that this is taking a form that we haven't really even done on our own. It's just kind of grown and created its own space and been spread amongst people who need it the most. And I think that's awesome. And I'm excited to see what happens next down the line. I'm excited to chat with more people, more diverse groups of people, you know, meet all of these fascinating voices in our absurd little corner of the world and keep on spreading their stories and seeing how we can help them and support them and do all that. So that's what I'm most excited about. Hell yeah. All you wonderful folks out there. Thank you for listening and uh, making this something that we never expected. And that's really cool to get those messages and have people talk to us or I don't know it's just been it's been really fun with this community and I'm I'm super excited about it I I definitely need to be better about posting on the page I'm tired <laughs> I'd be working we'd be working <laughs> I don't know send me your memes send send some meme ideas please um I I can't decide whether or not I'm going to make any gear for head of the Charles usually when I say I'm going to make some gear everyone says yeah I'm gonna buy it and then they don't and then I'm in the hole so Y'all better stop being fake out there when you say you're going to get some gear because I do be donating and uh, I want to make sure that the message is getting out that we're still doing still doing really great things and then repping for your little small people in the community. But that's just a call out for Salty. But if you can see me, I'm smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Lizzie, are you where where will we be this fall? Where will you be this fall? Like what races am I going to? Yeah, let the people know if you see if you see her. Just talk about um, her. If just, you see just me, full body check, Lizzie. Give me like a wet willy or something. And then I'll know you've listened to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have people sticking um, their fingers in your ears. That's not right. Put a banana in your ear. Oh, you remember God. that? No, I don't. Ah, oh, Charlie the Unicorn. Come on. I will be at Head of the Housatonic Folk Show in uh, Shelton, Connecticut, I believe. Catch me there. I will be probably at the next Head of the Kevin uh, Textile Regatta selling some boats. So if you want a boat, come talk to me. I got you. Obviously, Head of the Charles. Um, 
And then I'm actually uh, leaving the country for about a month. So I will be not seen nor heard from for a long time. Uh, I will be going to Australia and New Zealand. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kira, where respectfully, can we you? respectfully, Lizzie's disappearing. Please do not perceive her. Do not perceive me. My number will be changed. Genuinely <laughs> changed. <laughs> Good to know, honestly. Well, I don't, I don't think my American phone number can work over there. I think I need to put a little Anne's chip in there, whatever. Yeah, the phone right. Well, if, if anyone knows about traveling to Australia and New Zealand, please DM Lizzie. <laughs> no, don't do that. I already done it. Oh, you're a pro. <laughs> my bad. I'm good. <laughs> I lived in New Zealand. Oh, right. I studied abroad. Kira, where can we find you? She studied fall? abroad and she never stopped talking about it. Anyway, it literally doesn't. It's such a, it genuinely, I hate saying it, but it is a life changing experience. It's also like if you, if you like immerse yourself in the culture, like I got to row there and I got to make a ton of friends. And Mm -hmm. so like, I'm going to go and I'm going to see a bunch of those friends and like hang out and like, I've still kept in touch with some of them. So I'm really pumped to to get, to get to do that. And then my best friend's getting married in Australia. So I can't, I cannot be losing. This is like a winning trip. I'm really excited. Yeah. Where can the people find you this fall? Oh, the people can find me all over this fall. We'll be head of the riverfront. We'll be at, I will be coaching during these times. So feel free to say hello. Head of the Charles. I will be socializing my butt off though. Feel free. I'm excited to just run around on Saturday and say hi to as many people as I know. I will for sure be like running around on Saturday on the court at the course. Super excited to see people. I am racing it. Yeah, you are racing. What are you racing in? Um, in the club single, and I'm very afraid. But she's in the club single, everybody. It'll be fun. I think my goal is just not to hit anything, and not to get any penalties, and that will be a successful race to me. But you know, it's it's a long race, so if you see a little little me. Feel free to give a hoot and a holler, if you will. But we'll be ahead of the fish as well. So it'll be a fun fall. A lot of racing. Yeah, the fish is a funky regatta. My first time last fall. And it lived up to every rumor and expectation I had of it. So it was very muddy and very rainy. And I did get concussed at it. And I don't remember much about it. So it was great. (laughs) That sounds like a fabulous head of the fish experience. First head of the fish. Um, Yeah. If... For you listeners who are not from the Northeast, the head of the fish is a really, it's a really cool, weird, funky little regatta in, uh, on Fish Creek in Saratoga Springs. And uh, if you win, you get a fish head, a legitimate fish head chopped off and put on a plaque. Like it's a preserved fish head, to be clear. Like there's not just like gory, stinking fish heads handed to you on a plaque. They're really cool, actually. One of them had a little hat on. Wonderful. They do get stinky when it's hot. Oh, are you speaking from yeah. experience? I think, yeah, I think in the William Smith Boathouse, we like on our side of the, the room, we had like a glass shelf or something full. I feel like it cooked or something. I don't know. It was oh, like, oh, I hate it. Well, on that, I day. know. I know. I know. It's so icky. So I think it'll be an exciting season ahead in all aspects, both racing and podcasting, as always. If you guys have ideas or questions or things you want us to talk about, please hit up the Instagram. Lizzie is reachable on all of the social medias. So 
definitely slide into her DMs with any thoughts, ideas, things you'd love for us to explore. We are always welcome to feedback. We have some exciting episodes coming up. We finally got to interview Jay, who is a very incredible coxswain on TikTok, who you should totally check out. Episode two be coming, but super excited about all the things to come and can't wait to go on this wild ride with you all. Booyah. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, again, like Kara said, catch us on Instagram, Gay Ergos, Cox is Queer, and we will catch you next time. Bye.